Welcome back to Infused Moods. I'm your host, Imani, and I'm so happy that you have decided to join me today and listen to our topic. So first, you already know we have to talk about the beverage. I am really just drinking on smart water because I was going to steep some tea, but wasn't really feeling it today. So it really just is a clean smart water day um i really enjoy smart water because it tastes crisp most water drinkers will tell you there's a difference between water and i know that sounds crazy but if you drink enough water you'll be able to tell when something tastes crisp or uh fresh for lack of a better description it, it just hits different so One day I should probably rank my waters for y'all and then y'all can go out for yourself and try them and let me know which waters really rock with you. But I also like that inside of the smart waters, they usually get facts or little tidbits, which I kind of compare to um, Snapple. That's why I like drinking Snapple because every time like pop off the the bottle, um, there's a little fact under there. I don't know, stuff like that makes me excited (laughs) so but in this bottle today it says your body is about 60 percent water don't forget to give it a refill and that's mm, that's fact smart water thank you and i'm going to be infusing with tiffany nikes by wale this song to me is a sleeper i mean probably other people know about it but uh, people didn't even know wale had dropped an album like a few months back so um, when I heard this, um, I was like, this, he's doing something different on this. And I'm all about production and beats because in my mind, I am a future DJ, future producer, what have you. I'm going to attempt it all. So I was like, man, that's that's a beat that I would have made. And then his flow on there is ridiculous. And low key in my mind, I'm also a rapper. So, you know, the the whole thing is just vibing with me. It's just speaking to me. So (laughs) yeah, that's what I'm infusing with today to go along with this wonderful topic of procrastination. Listen, procrastination defined by Oxford is the action of delaying or postponing something. You know, um, I like to joke and say procrastination is my middle name. And I think I started becoming a procrastinator back in high school um we all went to a fine arts school there were a lot of class periods a lot of changes a lot of things that were going on and honestly i I gotta even throw it back to eighth grade we had this thing called a georgia scrapbook and if y'all find my teacher miss williams don't say anything because she doesn't need to know about the life that we were all living but there was this georgia scrapbook that she wanted us to do and essentially i think she assigned it at the top of the school year and it was a historical scrapbook of all these places around our city and around the state and we were supposed to do a deep dive and you know take pictures of us there and write up stuff cool so the school year went through, um, all my friends and I were like, yeah, we got to work on that Georgia scrapbook, got to work on that Georgia scrapbook, and got closer and closer to the deadline. And no, mind you, I was working on it, but I don't know what happened. I really cannot tell you. All I know is it was five in the morning the day it was due. <laughs> and if you ever ask my mom, she'll, she'll probably just shake her head because I was like, help. <laughs> I like spent the weekend before trying to get all the pictures and I mean I wasn't the only one my whole 
class. Does that make it right? No, but that means there was something to it. <laughs> the way everybody was just trying to rush around and get it done at the, the ninth hour. And I mean, I was gluing, I was cutting. I had my mom doing things, I was putting it together. I was so sick. <laughs> but it got turned in on time okay so that that's what it is um and i think ever since i've just had a very interesting dynamic with procrastination i uh can't shake it and i have found that i do my best work when i procrastinate so maybe that's that's what it is um and I don't know, maybe it's the thrill. I just really can't uh, seem to leave it alone. But in the past year or so, I've really tried to find more ways to get stuff done ahead of time and not procrastinate. Because you know, it does feel good when an assignment is done or a creative project is done and you have time to just you know focus on other things and not stress about it and I think I didn't like the dynamic between procrastination and stress for me so I was just looking for alternatives now there are four main types of procrastinators according to insider and they basically broke down how to have accountability coaches and how to not be one of the four main types so um, I'm going to link this for y'all so you can just read through it as well. But there's the performer who says, I work well under pressure <clears throat> myself. <laughs> so this procrastinator, they say, forces themselves to focus by shrinking the time they have to tackle a task. The biggest challenge for them is getting started. And the solution that they have is flip the script and set a start date. When you focus on when you're going to begin a task and not when you hope to end it, you'll take a tremendous amount of pressure off yourself. Then there's a self-deprecator who says, I'm so lazy right now. And this procrastinator is the opposite of lazy. So when they don't do something, they are extra hard on themselves. We see this a lot with um, males. And they tend to blame the inaction on laziness or stubbornness rather than admit that they are tired. Um, what they really need is to be more compassionate with themselves. So the biggest challenge for them is taking a break. Um, we already know you're going to say you don't have time to rest. And the solution they offer up is to recharge and try taking a walk to give yourself space and to begin to rebuild your energy. The third type of procrastinator is the overbooker who says, I'm so busy. This procrastinator is a pro at filling up their calendar and is often overwhelmed. I'm so busy is probably the excuse they hear the most often. Um, and then they said, interestingly enough, some of the busiest people that they work with get the most done. When busyness comes up as an excuse for not doing something, it's usually an indication of avoidance. Rather than facing a challenge head on or admitting they don't want to do something, it's easier to place the blame on having other important things to do. So the biggest challenge for that procrastinator is creating chaos to avoid facing what you know you need to face right now. Um, they offer the solution of taking a moment of introspection and ask yourself, what am I really avoiding? Then the last type of procrastinator is a novelty seeker who says, I just had the best idea. So this procrastinator has a terminal case of shiny object syndrome. They're constantly coming up with new projects to take on and then getting bored with them a week later. They're intrigued by the latest trend. It will be quick to implement, but not follow through. 
The biggest challenge for that type of procrastinator is completion. And the solution that is offered is make it stick. Literally write down new ideas or projects on a sticky note, but don't pursue them until you finish what you are currently working on. So when I found this article, I think it was in the middle of the Pangea because I think for me, when we had all that time, it was a it was a glorious time to be away from responsibilities but then when we had to come back and then you had to multitask and make things work while also being remote i found i was kind of struggling a bit so i was like is this normal am i really a procrastinator or am i just using it as a cop out or something you know am, am i not managing my time right what's really going on here and it's it's kind of interesting because oddly enough i'm a mix of a lot of these types i can't really say I'm the overbooker because if you look at my work schedule, one day we can talk about it. People book me. <laughs> so there's really no way I cannot be booked. But I try to manage by going like what's important right now, what's the priority, what can I get accomplished. So I really can't relate too tough to that. But the other three, I'm definitely a mix. Um, I always get kind of like a I wouldn't say a squirrel brain but if something else pops up as far as an idea where I'm like oh I like this I have to either get on it or I need to write it down and that's kind of the idea that I took from um the suggestions that they had for novelty seeker any idea that pops into my brain if I don't immediately write it down it is it's a problem I won't be able to focus on anything else so I have to get it out on either a sticky note or um, shout out to the notes app by Apple. That's the best thing y'all ever did. I have my whole life <laughs> in the notes app and I probably shouldn't, but it's just like, it's so quick. It's like boop, 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 boop. And you know, sorry for the sound effects. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, and just, you know, trying to figure out how you can best manage the procrastination, I think is the first step in recognizing that you are a procrastinator so there are five ways according to um boise state to stop procrastinating and they put this out in 2021 and i will definitely link it for you so you can keep reading through for yourself um the first rule they give is reduce the number of decisions you need to make throughout the day this is so critical I remember I was having a discussion with one of my friends and I was like, you have to just decide, you know, don't leave room to second guess or give yourself other options. It's either one or the other. Either you're going to wake up early and work out or you're going to keep sleeping, you know, just commit to a decision. Um, that has definitely helped me in the past year because I am trying to be a reformed uh, procrastinator. I'm trying to leave that in the past. I have my ways. I still like sink back into it but you know we're getting better progress okay day day by day <laughs> um second is finish your day before it starts so basically they're saying every night before bed do a review of plans for the next day you know goal setting or have your um, agenda set and that is so important I love agendas that's one thing I'm so happy that when I was coming through elementary and middle school that they had in place. I don't know what these new kids are using, but 
every school I went to, it was an agenda. You had those cute little stickers. You wrote out everything. And now I have an agenda at work. I have an agenda for school. I have an agenda for my creative thoughts and planning, you know, for podcasting. And it just helps me stay focused in the line of what's going to be coming up through my week or even the next day. So I do try to jot and put out my task uh, the day before, especially if you are in a corporate space and you use um, Microsoft, you know, their package, they have this thing called Viva Insights and they also have Planner and Tasks. So on tasks, you can basically make lists for um, all your tasks and to set reminders. You can also have um, ones for what does your day look like. And so for me, I will put out, um, I like to jot down my tasks for the month and then I'll put on the ones that are happening in my day and then I'll set due dates for when I plan to get something done. It doesn't always go that way. Um, and then I'll also put like notes and little reminders and stuff. And then with Viva Insights, Microsoft basically reads you for filth and lets you know that you are spending too much time or empty time uh, either checking emails um, in meetings or uh, with last minute meetings, stuff like that. So they'll organize all of that and help integrate that into your tasks, um, which I think is the best thing they could have ever invented. Like it's, it's such a simple tool but I, I brag on it and I tell everyone around me to use it. And then that also integrates with Planner. So with Planner, it's to me, it's like Slack and Microsoft is definitely trying to be like Slack, but it's not really, it's not really going the way I think they want it to go, but that's okay. But through Teams, Planner can be integrated and it can also be integrated on your um, tasks. Uh, for the day and also with your calendar. So everything is always constantly in your face so you can't forget. And sometimes I think in corporate spaces we can forget with all the hustle and bustle and things that are going on. So it's just good to have those tools. But anyway, planner will basically have like a little sticky note tab where you write down the main focus of a goal you're trying to get done. And then you can assign it to yourself, other people, whoever's gonna be working on that task. And I think I don't know again a wonderful tool I can't tell you how I stumbled upon all of this stuff I think it just was fate honestly I think Microsoft saw that the kid was just so bogged down at work <laughs> that they, someone needed to swoop in and hand me some tools because none of my other coworkers know about this stuff and they're like this has never been suggested to them so I'm like okay well I'm gonna suggest it now but anyway yeah um those three things have definitely helped me to act on rule two or tip two of finishing your day before it starts and if you have a problem with trying to set out um your day for the next day I would suggest using that and also meditation having a routine having just like a plan for how you're going to start your morning so you don't get off track um I think, me personally, I think that's a good tip to use as well. Then the third tip is the nothing alternative. So the nothing alternative is a tip for avoiding procrastination that was coined by an influential crime fiction novelist named Raymond Chandler. He used it as a way to avoid procrastinating on his daily writing. 
Um, Chandler had difficulty sitting down at the keyboard and cranking out a predetermined word count every day. Um, so he developed another method for overcoming procrastination and getting himself to do the work. So he would set aside four hours every morning and give himself an ultimatum, write or do nothing at all. I strongly believe in that like either you're going to do it or you're not like we're not going to go back and forth and we're because that wastes more time so either do it and focus on it for a set amount of time because then that's done you know it's done or leave it alone um and then the fourth tip is the next action habit focus on something doable basically the key to this tip is to figure out the very next physical action be it a task a project a phone call or whatever else so you're you're shifting your focus to something your mind perceives as doable and it helps you to feel like you're accomplishing something even though there's a, a larger task at hand five is adjust your environment i believe in this as well Sometimes you need to switch where you're doing the work at, um, go somewhere else, uh, lock away a phone, give yourself the peace of mind and space to really focus on your task. I know some people don't like working from home. I was very, very, uh, how would you say, productive when working from home. I think sometimes I'm more distracted in the office because everyone's just able to have access to me and that can throw me off but when i'm at home i'm like mm, can nobody find me because i don't like being found i like to just get the work done and mind my business like if you talk to me i'm going to talk back unless i'm really tired you know um and then i've done wasted like a whole hour that's not good so adjust your environment you know try that and see see how that goes for you um one thing that i did find in college that really helped me and I still stick with today is the Pomodoro technique or the Pomodoro method. You can find this online. They even have certain websites that will um, give you the timer for it. And there are about five steps. So first you choose a single task that you will focus on and you write it down. Then you set a timer for 25 minutes. Then you work on that, you complete that task, then you take a short five minute break and then you come back to work for another 25 minutes. And then you do this for about three to four times of going, you know, 25 minutes, um, five minute break. And then eventually you take a longer 20 or 30 minute break. So you can really tailor this to how you feel you need it to work for you, or you can use um, any of the apps, if you just type in Pomodoro timer, they will do that timing for you. So it'll break everything into intervals and it'll hit your 25, alert you that, Hey, it's time for a break. Then it'll alert you that you need to come back from the break and so on and so on. Um, all of these have definitely helped me with my procrastination because again, I don't want that to be my lifestyle anymore. I would like to be able to focus a little bit better and get things done and have more of my day. Um, and so far that's working. I definitely think I am not a procrastinator when it comes to my work life, but I am definitely a procrastinator when it comes to school and my creative um, flows. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna keep giving it my best shot and putting my best foot forward. But again, um, if you feel like you're struggling with procrastination and this is something that speaks to you, try out these methods. I'm going to link these articles per usual. 
um, and then see, you know, in the next two months or so, what changed after you implemented some of these things and then figure out what type of procrastinator are you? Maybe you're not even a procrastinator. Maybe it's just, you're just trying to avoid something that seems difficult, but if you break it down and, you know, pick it apart, it's really not that bad. So let me know. If you want to engage in further conversation, we are now on the UTizzy. I know, I know it took me a little while, but bear with me, you know, great things come in time. <laughs> so we're now there. You can catch little snips. You can also catch us on Instagram and you can catch us on Twitter as soon as Twitter helps me get back into my accounts. That's a whole other conversation, but you know, we'll get there. But yeah. And again, appreciate you for tuning in on this Infused Moves session. So until next time, bye.